0: so we also have in addition to the rule of law another important principle which is referred to as separation of powers and when people speak about separation of powers they will automatically also speak about this concept of checks and balances right so what is separation of powers separation of powers is this concept that has been created in order to protect uh, the people in a country who are being governed against the use of state power because of course what we all know is that power can corrupt and in the context of a constitution here we have a constitution in which we transfer a significant amount of power on the state and so the fear is there and the threat is there that the state can take the power that we have legitimately transferred to them turn that power against us and abuse that power. So the way in which our constitution is designed is that in a manner that to try and protect us as much as possible against the state turning around and abusing the power that we have given the state. And the manner in which they do that is that they say, okay, fine, here's all the power we have been given to to govern, but now we're going to divide this power into three separate branches, right? And these separate branches will each get their own functions, they will each get their own responsibilities, they will each get their own personnel, right? their own employees who are different from the other employees who are responsible for carrying out that particular function, right? So these three different branches is the legislator, the executive, and and the judiciary. And each one of these branches have their own separate functions that is given to them under the constitution. You will see... There's an extensive section on the executive, there's just as an extensive section on the judiciary, and also an extensive section on the legislature in our constitution that goes on and on in terms of what the powers are and what the responsibilities are of these three different branches of government. So because under this concept of separation of powers, we now see that all of the power to govern is not concentrated in one particular entity, but rather it's divided into three branches each of which have their own separate functions and their own secret personnel to carry out those particular functions, right? But the important thing about separation of functions, right, is that it is designed in a manner to create what we refer to as checks and balances. So even though there's a separation of powers, no particular branch of government operates completely isolated without the other branch being able to keep an eye on it. So the system has been designed in such a manner and our constitution has been constructed in such a manner that even though we have these three separate branches of government in order to diffuse power and prevent an abuse of power, we're also going to use this this concept to our advantage because we are going to build into our constitution a way in which each branch of government can keep an eye on the other branch of government and can keep it in tow and can make sure that it's not stepping over the line in terms of abusing its power. Right, and going beyond that which it is authorized by law to do. And a typical example of that, right, is we were speaking about uh, arrests right. So now we have a person who is a, a suspect, right. We're speaking about a suspect in the context of the rule of law. So now we have the suspect, right, under the concept of separation of powers, who must be arrested. But what are the requirements for arresting that person? We go to the Criminal Procedure Act and we see that the legislator has set out what the requirements are in order to arrest someone. And the legislator has said that a warrant of arrest must be be granted by the judiciary, right? So ultimately, the judiciary has the power to grant a warrant of arrest right the legislator has the power to legislate on what the requirements of that warrant of arrest what requirements have to be met in order to grant that warrant of arrest so now the the legislator has legislated on what the requirements are for a warrant of arrest arrest the judiciary has granted the warrant of arrest but ultimately it is not the judiciary, but it is the executive in the form of the police officer who goes and knocks on that suspect's door with the warrant of arrest in hand and ultimately arrests that suspect, right? And you see there that diffusion of power in that way, right, by giving them different responsibilities and different powers when it comes to arresting someone, giving each one of these branches different powers in this regard, guard is a way of making sure that each one is doing what they are supposed to do because when the court looks at the requirements right looks at the information before the court that has been put up by the to to the court right the court is able to scrutinize that information to make sure that there is enough to go on here in order to arrest the person and if the court wasn't involved the executive could simply just run and arrest the person even where there isn't really legitimate cause to do so, and a way of making sure that this that this really big power of simply going and detaining someone and taking away someone's freedom, even if it be just um, for a little bit of time to arrest them and to detain them, in order to protect us against the use of this very strong and this very big power. The system has been designed in such a way that the executive who has the ability to enforce this power, has the ability to carry out this power, cannot simply do so on its own, but it needs to go and it needs the judiciary to check to see if it is permissible to do so. So that's a typical example of how the judiciary exercises a check on the powers of the executive. And so the whole idea is that these three different branches of government are supposed to be working in equilibrium, they're supposed to keep a balance between the three branches, right? And so make sure in this equilibrium of powers and keeping this balance between the powers of the three different branches of government that no abuse occurs in the process.